The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Scott Walker. Right now that time, 818. You're listening to WGNS, your good neighbor station, since 1947. While there is snow on the ground, ice on the roadways, definitely be careful on that commute to work. There's a lot of closings, a lot of cancellations out there. And uh, one of those cancellations is the MLK March that was scheduled to take place and leave from Central Magnet School today. And one of the organizers of that, Sean Brown, is joining us now live on the air Sean, good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. With this cancellation, is there going to be a makeup date for this, or uh, what What are in the plans? Well, it's hard to plan a makeup date. Uh, we haven't really got that far yet. It's actually a great idea. I have to talk to the committee about that and see, you know, the hard thing about that is a lot of people are off, you know, today, being that it's Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday, and uh, it's a holiday, so... You know, uh, we, hey, hurt my soul, hurt my soul hard to cancel today, but I don't think it's much movement going on out there today at all. The way it looks, still coming down. Now, it, it's pretty rough out there, and I know Nashville, they also canceled their march and rally, but is this the first time you can think back in history that it was canceled over the last, let's say, 10 or 15 years? Uh, well, of course, we missed uh, you know, a couple of years because of COVID, and, uh, Two years ago, we canceled. It snowed. Um, wasn't as bad as today, which, you know, led to our decisions as well because, you know, two years ago, we canceled it then by noon. Um, the snow was actually gone. So, you know, that hurt us. Uh, we felt bad about that. So um, what happened this year is in our planning, you know, instead of canceling Saturday night or early yesterday, we wanted to wait till this morning at 8 a.m. But last night, once Nashville canceled, we saw it was still coming down, and actually, myself and Karen Cox was en route to the radio station to talk to Ray Raymer, but uh, hey, we couldn't get there, so we knew it was time to go on and pull the plug today. What got you first involved in helping to organize this annual march here in Murfreesboro? Uh, well, this is year number 20. Uh, 20 years ago, hey, I was in Murfreesboro, and I was basically like, hey, I feel we didn't need to go to Nashville to go to a march. And so, you know, I talked to Mercer Lodge number 12, Free and Accepted Masons, Prince Alaphilles. Uh, I talked to my brothers there, told them I was going to go try to get a march started here, and they got behind me, and, hey, we did the process, did the work, and built it. That first year was about 100 people marching, 100 people marching, and we were happy about that. Built over the years to six to 700 walking down the street. This year, it was going to be historic in a lot of ways because of that Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard that we now have in Murfreesboro. I guess this would have been the first year for that. Last year. Last year was. Last year was. Okay. Last year. Last year. And it was beautiful. Everybody loved the change. You know, there was a skepticism when we first decided we wanted to make the change. But, hey, the march was great. Everybody loved the route. We were continuing that again this year and, you know, in future years. And um, the other thing that was going to happen this year that was significant was we were going to go inside. You know, we normally do the rally outside at the pavilion, but 
you know, being year 20, we wanted to do something special. We were going to go inside Patterson and have our rally there, then followed by the Martin Luther King Foundation program. Now, I'm curious, looking back over the years, maybe back to when you were even a child, do you see a lot of difference in the way those around you look at race and and handle race? I mean, compared to when you were younger to today, what what differences do you see locally? Uh, You know, there's many differences. We made many strides, so we still have work to do. Uh, we've seen over the last few years um, that we've had work to do. Uh, we still have to get people registered to vote and, um, you know, uh, get into the things that Dr. King fought for, for us to have. We as a people have to do our part and uh, go out here and vote and get the people in the office who want to get in and, you know, do our part. Hey, have we taken any steps backwards or in the wrong direction over the last few years? Or do you think everything uh, moving forward is, is going positive? What What are your thoughts on that? I believe everything, you know, is moving in the right direction. You know, of course, uh, we've taken steps, you know, backwards, uh, you know, but we made advances too. You know, it goes back and forth depending on who we have in office, but we... Uh, have that power we have that power to put the people in office that we need to put in office you know the upcoming election is a big election um and that was a big part of today too there was a big voter uh registration rally going on today uh sponsored by uh alpha phi alpha fraternity incorporated and the alpha kappa alpha sorority incorporated ladies they were going to do a voter rally and voter education you know, to start that process. Uh, we will be looking into, you know, trying to reschedule that and, you know, see what we can do to some type of postponement. And, of course, we do have a lot of elections coming up. I mean, everything from school board to uh, assessor of property, and I could go on and on, but there are a lot of things locally and then soon nationally the folks will be voting on. So uh, I know you, you mentioned how important it is to get out there and vote, but the way you see it now, as far as the number of those registered to vote, how, how many more people or what percentage are you aiming for for those to be registered? Hey, you know, you, you, you ain't for 100%. But, uh, you know, like I said, we have work to do. We still, you know, there's a lot of people working, a lot of organizations working to get it out there and have their rallies to get people registered to vote and, you know, to teach people the importance of voting. That's the main part of it, too. You know, the education part is a big part of it, educating those the importance of our voice. What drives your passion to make a difference, you know, everything from organizing the MLK March to making sure people get out there and vote. What drives that passion? Um, well, you know, how I was brought up, uh, my parents uh, still uh, community service into me. Also, you know, I love the youth. I love educating the youth and getting them in the right direction. The adults, you know, although we may uh, need to know, we need to work toward doing better, but they should know, but... You know, I love to see the youth involved in, you know, the march over the years. That's my passion is seeing the amount of youth that come out there and march. Uh, you have a uh, local youth choir, Smithville District Youth, that led the march in singing. Young people have given the speech over the years. Uh, one of my nephew, uh, Deshaun Rogers, who is a, a graduating senior this year at Blackman High School, uh, he was going to give a speech today. So, 
you know, love to see youth involvement and educating them. And again, we're talking with Sean Brown, the organizer of the MLK March here in Murfreesboro that, again, had to be canceled due to the snow and the ice. And uh, Sean, we appreciate you joining us this morning and definitely keep us up to date if uh, you decide to do anything uh, because of this cancellation. If, if you have anything coming up, definitely keep us up to date. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, by the way, is there a Facebook page people can go to in order to, to learn more about any events coming up? Uh, no, uh, we'll, we'll be working on that. We do have a Facebook event page that's in uh, Dr. Martin Luther King uh, March on Murfreesboro. Also, it's on the uh, city of Murfreesboro uh, website as well. Uh, this year, uh, the last few years, we partnered with the city of Murfreesboro in this March. That sounds great. Again, Sean Brown with us this morning. Thanks again for joining us today. Thank you, sir. Today is the 15th of January, MLK Junior Day today. Stay with us once more, a lot more coming up. As cold and flu season approaches, one of the best things that you can do to give somebody who is sick is a quart of Demas's chicken and rice soup. This is Peter Demas with Demas Family of Restaurants. This soup is my grandmother's recipe, and we have used this soup in order to help our family whenever we are sick. Just gives us a good comfort feeling. One of the things that you can also do is you can now ship that soup anywhere across the United States. And you can order that soup online at DemasFamilyKitchen.com. Hey guys, this is Scott. You know, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone. I was one of them at one point, but I'm here to say you need to do your homework and go to a provider that you can trust. I went to Low T Center. That's where I get my levels checked and they specialize in men's wellness and customized testosterone treatment. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and with their on-site lab, you'll get your results back in about 25 minutes. So if you've been feeling tired, grumpy, noticed a weight gain, and loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels. Low T Center's not a typical doctor's office where you have a long wait. Low T Center is literally concierge medicine exclusively for men, and they have affordable, convenient treatment options, including physician-monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. So there's no need to drive to the center for weekly visits. Right now, it's only 25 bucks to get your testosterone level tested with results back in 25 minutes. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online today. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. There's so many things that you can do at Adams Place. My name is Carrie Shannon. I probably spend more time in the library or reading a book and that kind of thing. And I've never seen anything as good as Adams Place. And you feel like you're in a beautiful hotel and a very nice library. It's just a really beautiful place. I'm Terry Deal. Call me from about Adams Place. Phone 615-904-9111. Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Right now that time, 8.30 on this Monday morning, and we are now joined by Goldie Wade, who has been a part of the NAACP for a lot of years, long as I can remember. Goldie, how are you this morning? I'm doing pretty good. I'm blessed. Well, good. And I know on Saturday, coming up just around the corner, we have the MLK Breakfast, which is at MTSU. Uh, that event has happened for a lot of years, and uh, this year it'll be in the James Union Building. Tell us a little bit more about that. Uh, well, uh, this is uh, an event uh, uh, that we've had at uh, MTSU for more years than not. 
uh, matter of fact, I can't, um, been so long, I can't remember, uh, when it started, but, uh, I've, I've been involved with the NAACP for the last 35, 40 years. So it was in, in one of the events that we had, uh, um, every year. Uh, so what it is, um, MLK breakfast is another way of honoring Dr. Martin Luther King for what he uh, done uh, for this nation. Also a part of the celebration uh, honoring Martin Luther King back in uh, 1990, I believe it was, that we added to the MLK breakfast uh, Jeremy Anderson Hero and Humanitarian Award. Many of you remember Jeremy Anderson was a local uh, citizen here and grew up here in Murfreesboro and eventually went on to play professional football. And to remind you of how, how that came about, it was in, uh, we added him to the MLK celebration in 1990. I think in 1989, he lost his life trying to rescue some young men here in uh in Murfreesboro at Stone River. They was down down there after a uh, serious rain, and she lost his life trying to rescue them. And I think that that date was on May 27, 1989. But, you know, what was unusual about that, because about five years earlier, he was attending uh, university this, on the same date, May 27. He also was involved in uh, rescuing some individuals. So mostly, uh, like I said, now the uh, MLK breakfast is uh, another way of honoring Dr. Martin Luther King, along with uh, Jerry Anderson for his heroism. Yeah, I I remember that. And it was in the Stones River over there near Riverdale High School off Warrior Drive. Uh, where he jumped into action, got into the river, and, and saved two young men at the time. That is correct. And in and, and so doing, save, he, he was able to save those two young young men, but he lost his life in the effort. Wow. And, and you know, looking back over the years here locally, can you remember some of the changes that took place, uh, you know, during Dr. Martin Luther King's time and then after he passed away can do you recall some of the things of how murfreesboro used to be and and you know what has changed for for the good today yeah i'm glad you asked answer that court asked that question because uh uh as most people around here know me know that i was uh born and reared here in, in uh, murfreesboro i can remember a whole lot uh quite a few changes over the years now we have made a whole lot of positive changes or we still got a whole lot of work to do that that's why i've been very involved in the nacp here in murfreesboro to uh, we got uh, this is a good good place to grow up grow your family up and live in but you know it, it's not perfect but it's a whole lot better than it used to be so one, one of the things i think um Mr. Sean Brown kind of mentioned I was listening to to him uh, concerning the march. Uh, one of the main things that we do now is voter education and voter registration because we need to let people know how important uh, the vote is. So uh, things have changed, but uh, it's still not perfect. We, we got a long way to go. Now, when you were a child, how how was race 
looked at, you know, by, let's say, by, by teachers, by schools, by those who live in the community versus how people look at race today? Can you see a difference in how maybe you were treated as a child versus how children today are treated? Yeah, I can remember back when, when I was four or five years old, believe, believe it or not, I always followed my father around here wherever he went. I, you, you might be able to say I was his shadow because everywhere he went, I went. And one thing that I always remember, my father was a very uh, easygoing uh, man, and uh, he had a minister background. So we grow up, I, I know you've heard many people say this, uh, golden rule, treat other people the way you want to be treated. I was always eager to follow him wherever he'd go. And my, my father, he was a very mild man and very seldom got angry and anything like that. But I remember, I, was, I think I was about five years old. We was up on the public square here in Murfreesboro over, over the courthouse. And um, I uh, got separated from him, for, I guess, about 10 or 15 minutes. And uh, finally, when I caught up with him, he was very, very upset. And he said, you know, where have you been? And I told him that I had to go to the men's room. And uh, at that age, you, you had no idea about uh, racism or anything like that, and they had a separate uh, restroom for uh, whites and the blacks. So eventually, uh, I went to the very first one that I saw and didn't really experience anything, you know, other than uh, doing what I had to do and 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 people, you know, looking looking at me, laughing, and so I, I had no idea, you know, about racism at that time. Uh, but now, you know, we've come a long way. We don't have anything like that. And like I said, there's been quite a few changes, but uh, we still have some work to do. Again, talking to Goldie Wade this morning, longtime uh, member of the NAACP. And, uh, you know, it, it's wild to think back and imagine that during your childhood, they had even bathrooms that were divided, you know, whites only, blacks only. Or, you know, it's just hard to picture that today. Yeah, I uh, t- uh, used to tell my kid as uh, they was growing up, uh, some of the things that we experienced back then, things that I mentioned and in, in, uh, attending the educational facilities. And it's hard for them to believe that what I was telling them, we actually experienced those things. Uh, but like I said, you know, uh, things things have changed, but like we, we still got a ways to go. And that's one thing I liked about uh, Martin Luther King, tried to make everybody realize, realize that it was all about loving each other. You know, you can't uh, go where you need to go when it's all about hate, but we should be about trying to love one another. You know, I, I think one thing we can be thankful for is that for those who are uh, probably 55 or younger, they don't know of a time where there was such a divide. And, and, you know, that's I think that's something to be thankful for because that means that things have changed quite a bit. Yeah, I agree with you. They have changed. And like I say, anybody that have come in recently a certain age, you know, it's, it's hard for them to uh, identify with some of the things uh, that was going on uh, as much as 40, 50 years ago. You know, it's hard to believe that 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 type of stuff was going on. But that's why it's good to 
know your history because history keeps us from making the same mistake that we made many years ago. So it's important to know what went on several years ago because we have we had so many people that really sacrificed just to make things better. So it's it's always good to know your history so you don't repeat the same mistake. Yeah, I, I would say history is vital in so many ways, and it's also important for folks who are in schools today, be it the teacher, the students. It's, it's very important to make sure that you examine history and you learn about history within the schools. And, and you know, in, in looking at today's society, today's kids, today's educators, everybody out there, what are some of the racial concerns that you think still exist today that need the most help? Like I said earlier, we we made uh, quite a bit of progress, but uh, are still individuals who uh, don't realize that love is answers, not hate. And uh, if we continue to express the importance of loving one another, there's that, not a whole lot of difference, really, between the various races and so forth. So, believe it or not, there's still individuals, for whatever reason, I said they, they are captives of their, what went on several years ago. You know, they still have what I call that hatred mentality, and uh, they grow up and they learn those things, uh, unfortunately, but they don't realize that hatred really is something that will keep you pri- a prisoner, you know, if you don't learn to forgive and forget. And uh, I don't want to get too much in my religion, my upbringing and so forth, but I find out that uh, respecting and loving one another is a, is a start for making things the way that, it, that God meant it to be. And again, we're talking with Goldie Wade this morning, past president of the NAACP. Now, how long were you president of the local chapter here? Oh, man, you're asking me to go back to my memory. <laughs> I guess, like I said, I've been associated with the organization for some 35, 40 years. Presently, I'm the first vice president this moment, at this moment. I think I've had every office, in, office except secretary since I've been involved. And uh, one thing, one of the goals that I'm personally is trying to accomplish is to bring more young people into the organization and let them know that there's still work to do and kind of be just a, a regular member who's there to, to share some experiences. Now, when you were president of the NAACP, and uh, I'm sure still today, but uh, looking back, did you used to get a lot of phone calls from area residents saying, you know, this is something that occurred to, to me or to my son or daughter, and, and these are issues that are within our own community that, that need to be fixed. Do you still get phone calls like that? Not as many as I did then because, like I said, I held many positions. Not only was I president for several years, I was also chairperson of the legal redress. And every morning I would uh, look at my uh, messages uh, to try to see what's, uh, what had gone on in the previous days. And there was quite a few for various different things because I was involved in other things also. But at the end of the day, when I come back, well, before I, before I leave, I uh, have addressed all of my the messages and so forth. But when I come back every evening, the thing is, is full again. So 
I got many calls being the uh, chairperson of legal redress that took me all all around this uh, area within a within fifty a hundred a hundred mile radius sometime. But uh, I'm I'm happy to say, even though we're still getting calls from individuals concerning different uh, different things. Uh, I'm not part of the legal redress, but we, like I said, we still have issues. In years past, for those who are not from the Murfreesboro area originally, we have Bradley Academy that was built back in the early 1800s, and it was built and opened as a school for white males only. And then that changed in the late 1800s, and then the current structure, which I believe was built around 1915 to 1917 or so, uh, that was a school that was for African-American students only. And so when you look at history like that, and then you look at today's school system, it really does show a, a major stride in society and the way people think, the way people view others. I mean, it shows a lot of change, but that's that's a long time ago. Yeah, there's a whole lot of historical importance for what now is uh, Bradley uh, on on Academy Museum. It's a museum now. That was the one, uh, I guess, the old, oldest school here in the city where it was basically uh, blacks attending. Uh, me, myself, I grew up in the rural area, so I remember first grade, I was at uh, Shiloh out on Hallfield Pike. It was a two two-room school. Two uh, sisters uh, was a, was a teacher. One taught one through fourth, and the other one fifth through, through eighth. And uh, then a few years later, that was a school, another shallow uh, built uh, about a mile and a half uh, down the street. Uh, it's now Daniel McKee. That was a shallow, the second shallow school in that area at that particular time. It's still is is now Daniel McKee. And all of the uh, the school in the in this particular area, all the uh, other schools uh, that attended in some of the other counties, we all merged in uh, the new Shallow, which is now uh, Daniel McKee. And uh, there was one high school that serviced black, and that was Holloway Holloway High. So I think Holloway High School existed. To, I think for 1968 was the last year. It was predominantly a black school. I think we uh, everybody merged to uh, Central High School located on East Main Street. And now we've got some 12 or 14 high school uh, here in this area. So, like I said, things have changed, but uh, there was uh, there was a whole lot of improvement that had to be done. Again, talking with Goldie Wade this morning and looking back over the years for anybody who I would say is in my age group, it's really hard to imagine such a divide in a community like Murfreesboro because today everybody seems to, to really just get along and we're blended together and there there is harmony. There There is not a lot of I guess, disruption, disruption, rather, um, things are good. So it's really hard to imagine what life would have been like so many years past when, when there were such as whites only places or, uh, you know, whites were allowed here, but blacks were not allowed here. I mean, it's, it's hard to imagine such a divide. Yeah, it is. Uh, 
at this particular uh, time uh, in, in history, it's, it's hard to believe that some of the things several years back as I was growing up, like I said, we're not perfect. Sean said it uh, earlier that it's all about uh, registration and voters' education and uh, remembering what Dr. Martin Luther King was all about, about uh, love versus hate. So if we are uh, this particular area, we're supposed to be, we have been described as the Bible Belt. So if we really study what the Bible is all about and, uh, and, and really understand what was uh, the main thing about the Bible is that it's all about love and not hate. And we got to learn to do it the way that we, the direction that we're given in the Bible, not the way that we think as individuals, because as human beings, we're not perfect. But if we truly read the Bible and try to pattern our life at, at the I call it the book of life because there's an uh, answer to just about everything that life throws your way if you only take time to practice what it, uh, what it tells us to do. And once again, this coming Saturday, there will be the annual MLK Breakfast, which will be at MTSU in the James Union Building. And this annual event, sponsored by the Murfreesboro NAACP, and to get tickets, understand calling Florence Smith would be the uh, would be a good option for folks out there. And then Goldie, is there a, another way to get tickets? If you uh, know any members of the local branch, they all have tried to uh, as many tickets available that was needed. But uh, I guess in a way, what I'm about to say is a good thing. But I, I wish we had a bigger facility so we could keep on selling. But uh, the last information that I have, we are presently at uh, our capacity. So if there happen to be things that come up with some of the people that have already secured tickets, if any are available, I would encourage someone, uh, if, you, if you really want to come, and to enjoy a fantastic uh, presentation, the MLK Breakfast, that you really think about trying to purchase those tickets, but presently we are at our capacity. That's positive news for sure, and I know uh, it's been like that, I think, just about every year that I can remember. Yeah, that's correct. We pretty much every year reach the number that we can, can serve in the uh, the facility that we normally use. That's the James Union building on MTSU campus. And uh, I'm excited because I know that's going to be a great program there. Good, good speaker, good breakfast, and good entertainments. And and uh, one important thing, I, I'm glad I, I need to say this: that part of it is uh, the Jerry Addison Hero and Humanitarian Awards. What we try to do is find people that's here locally that deserve the awards. At that program, we recognize local individuals. Uh, have uh, done things that should be uh, recognized for the heroic uh, things that they've done here in the communities and also the humanitarian award uh, for individuals, uh, agencies that have done things to help their fellow fellow Americans. So that's an important part of the, of the program now, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to be a part of that. So if you don't get a chance to come this time, we always, like I say, have that event for, 
for several years, along with the Freedom Fund that's usually take place in the fall of the year. Hopefully, it'll stay at MTSU. MTSU has been very helpful and uh, very generous to accommodate us with facilities so that we can celebrate here in this community. And again, Goldie Wade with us this morning. Goldie, thank you for joining us. Well, you, you're you welcome. And uh, with the weather and stuff outside, I, I wish I could have came personal and participated, but uh, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to tell you a little bit about the event. And uh, thank you very much. Uh, definitely. And we'll have you on again in the near future, but thank you for joining us. Goldie Wade with the local chapter of the NAACP. Uh, and once more, the a- annual walk that was scheduled to march today, that has been canceled due to the snow and the ice. But again, Goldie, thanks for joining us. All right. You have a nice day. You too. Again, that time right now, 856. You're listening to WGNS, your good neighbor station since 1947. And coming up in just a minute, we're going to hear from Molly Manufacturing here in Murfreesboro. They're having a special hiring event, big job fair taking place tomorrow. So we'll get an update on that in just a second. Once more, 856 is the time. And the MLK March that was scheduled today had to be canceled due to the snow and the ice. But that upcoming MLK breakfast, that's going to be at MTSU in the James Union Building this Saturday. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. CapstarBank.com. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. This morning, we're talking with Janice Denson at Molly here in Murfreesboro on Butler Drive. Good morning and Happy New Year, everybody. The new year is off and running, and some folks out there may be thinking about the idea of going into a new career. And Molly Manufacturing may be a good option. A job fair is coming up, but before we get into that, tell us a little more about Molly Manufacturing. Mala is a manufacturing company. We are based out of Stuttgart, Germany. And here at this facility, we make air filtration systems for the automotive industry. Janice, how many people are you looking to hire? Because I understand that is a big priority in the new year. Absolutely. For this job fair that we're having, we're looking to hire 75 more people. And a lot of people probably think, well, Mall is always hiring. Why are they always hiring? Well, we are growing. Our company is growing very quickly. And so we are needing 75 more team members. The job fair that we mentioned is right around the corner. Give us more details on that. Okay, well, the job fair is going to be Tuesday, January 16th from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m here at Mala at our location here in Murfreesboro. Um, The address is 906 Butler Drive. 
You can, you know, start showing up at eight o'clock. You'll come in the main doors, the glass front doors, and you'll be greeted there and you'll be asked to fill out an application. And we will be doing interviews and possibly making job offers on site that day. You know, it's interesting here in Rutherford County, we are seeing exceptional growth all over the community. But what's really cool is that we're also seeing growth within a lot of the companies here as well. I agree. And we are definitely seeing that. You know, we just had a job fair in November and we had such an amazing turnout. We hired over 100 people. That, that's amazing. Yes. And working in that HR department, that has got to be hectic because you are interviewing all these people back to back. And, and when you're going through the different folks who come in to be interviewed, what types of questions are you asking them? What stands out in your mind? Maybe give us an idea of what people can be prepared for. Sure. Well, we do have um, some basics that you must meet in order to work at Molly. You need to have at least a year of manufacturing experience or transferable skills is what we call them. So if you've worked in construction, if you've worked in landscaping, anything like that, even if you've done farm work. You are used to standing on your feet for eight to 12 hours a day. You know, you're going to be standing on concrete. That's truly our requirements. We ask things like, you know, what's got you looking for a new job opportunity or what attracted you to come to Mala and apply? Because we have such a low unemployment rate here in Rutherford County, you're seeing a lot of people who already have jobs. So those who come in, they're looking to better themselves in some way. They're looking for growth themselves. Those are a couple of the things we get, we get a lot of. Opportunity for growth is huge, which is great within our organization because of all the growth. We do have so many opportunities for team leads, supervisors, things of that nature. Again, we're talking with Janice Denson at Molly here in Murfreesboro on Butler Drive, and a job fair is coming up. And again, the date of that job fair? It is Tuesday, January the 16th from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. What are some of the different positions that you're hiring for right now? We're hiring for assembly producers, forklift operators, um, maintenance, setup techs, anybody that has experience with injection mold setup tech. We have several new positions in that area. Once you're hired at Molly, is there a lot of opportunity for growth? Absolutely. Our HR manager has given us a goal that we hire internally 80% of the time. So we post all of our new jobs internally first to give our folks the opportunity to come in and apply and interview for those jobs. Again, this morning, we're talking about Molly Manufacturing here in Murfreesboro on Butler Drive, and they're having a job fair that is coming up. And Janice, again, what were those dates? Our job fair will be Tuesday, January the 16th from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Molly is a company that has a long track record. They date back, what is it, over 100 years now? Molly has been in business for over 100 years. Um, as I said, we're based out of Stuttgart, Germany. As far as Molly being in Murfreesboro, they've been here for at least 30 years. You're so correct. That says a lot, I think, for those who are looking for a, a change of jobs. It says stability. Absolutely. And I think in today's job market, that's what a lot of people are looking for are stable companies. And, you know, we're very proud to be able to say how long that Molly has been around. When somebody does come for that interview, how should they dress and what should they bring with them? If you have a resume, you can bring it. 
dress for a manufacturing environment interview. What types of different benefits are available for those who do get the job? At Mala, we do offer benefits after 30 days, so on your 31st day, and we offer medical, dental, vision. Our 401k is matched up to 6%, and this year we have 14 holidays. That includes one floating holiday. If you are hired, how soon will you actually be at the job? If you are given a job offer, you could start as soon as the following Monday. As we close this morning, again, that job fair is coming up. And Janice wants more of the dates and what time do people need to be there? Our job fair is going to be Tuesday, January the 16th from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. And our address is 906 Butler Drive here in Murfreesboro. As you're driving down Butler Drive, Molly will be on your right if you're coming from South Church Street. Once we get to the entrance, what do we do? Where do we go? When you pull in the entrance, just come on in. You will turn to your left, and that will put you in the front parking lot. Park anywhere in that parking lot that's not marked as reserved, and come on in those front double doors where it's all glass. That's our very front entrance into our lobby. When you come in the glass doors, you're going to be greeted by one of us in HR, and we're going to talk to you for a little bit, and then we're going to have you come back and fill out an application. We could do an interview and make a job offer all in the same day. Again, we're talking with Janice Denson at Molly here in Murfreesboro on Butler Drive.